to Navigating the Universe. I'm your host, Michael Turlock. And um, with me, I should have my co-host for today, uh, Pascal. Pascal, are you there? Do you hear me, Michael? Yes, I can hear you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looks, looks like oh, I looked out. That was quite a struggle. Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me how um, the technical glitches that we seem to have to try and get on, you know, following the guest in number, uh, sending the email invitation, and it just doesn't seem to work out, but it did for the last few seconds here. So, yeah, just I don't know why it seems like that, but it just seems to work out that way. But um, anyways, glad that you're on the show and and not all all by myself and... uh, and, uh, yeah, it gets a little boring by myself all the time. It's great to have any other callers come in, too. So um, just before we get going, I'll mention that to the audience. We do have a guest call-in number. And um, the area code is 646-787-1769. And um, everybody's more than welcome to give a call up and talk on today's show. Today's show is entitled mm-hmm. Understanding This Time of Uncertainty. And I'll just read what I've got for that. It's um, after the drastic changes to our lives and quarantine showing up everywhere, we had to adjust ourselves to understand, reevaluate, and find a way forward. So for some, it has been very, very tough, and they have moved on from this reality. Uh, For others, they seem to be like pawns, not caring where the system directs them. They watch, they listen, and obey without cognitive reasoning. Still, for others, they knew this time was coming, and they see a bigger universal plan. And uh, and just when I said that, my computer went blank. So, um, see a bigger universal plan and know why they are here. Michael? I'm hearing static. Yep, I got you. Are you hearing static? I did for a second. It's gone now. How about you? I don't think it was me because here it's quiet. Yeah, there's the odd kind of interruption here where it comes from. I'm not sure. Um, I am in Alberta, Canada right now, and and you're in Germany. So we're halfway across the planet. Maybe there's some kind of of satellite disruption. Who knows? Um, Yeah. Sorry. I'll just finish what I'm, what I'm reading here. So we're talking about, you know, still for others that knew this time was coming and they see a bigger universal plan and know why they are here. So how can we move forward and maintain our humanity while so many things seem determined to take it away from us? So join me and my wonderful guest, Pascal, and uh, as we discuss this time and how we can better navigate forward with clarity, peace, and understanding. And I apologize if I'm not saying your first name properly. Pascal or Pascal? Uh, second one was right. Pascal, Pascal. sorry. Yeah. So yeah. it's great to, great to have you on board. Um, when I was in Bali, I met Pascal in uh, Ubud, Bali, and at a Christmas party, and uh, we connected uh, mm-hmm. quite nicely there. Very, very resonant with our energies and um, had some good chats and got up for coffee and talked more and have been chatting over Zoom and 
just uh, helping each other make sense this time and discussing our journeys. And uh, it's great to have you on board. So how are you doing today? Yeah, same here. I'm I'm doing so good today. I was super productive. I finally found um, enough motivation to start like really doing stuff and and I moved my body. I cooked today, so I'm I'm feeling super great. What about you? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's um it's been kind of a, a cold spring here, but the sun is out, nice blue sky. You know that if you're in the sun, it's really beautiful. The cold, the air is still very cold. So um, when you go out for a mountain bike ride, you really feel it, or even a motorcycle ride, it's pretty cold. But um, cold snow's gone, and um, it's nice to get out for a walk. And and um, yeah, so um, looking forward to the show and into another wonderful day in this incredible time that we're in. So um, just talking about the uh, the topic that we're discussing here today, or, you know, it's we're open to everything, really. And it's all, you know, about this time. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's there is a lot of confusion for a lot of people. Um, um, for a lot of people, it's, it's, there's a sense of normality to it because get used to living in a in a box of uh of the system and what the system tells us is is life and how to operate within that environment and as the days weeks months and years go by that that box keeps tightening on on all of us and you know more restrictions are in place more of our our rights are being you know taken away from us without us having a say in it you know as far as being in the matrix system part of it and it, uh, you know, when you can't get out and go for a walk, you know, or, or go and see a beautiful friend and give them a loving hug, mm. the things that we, that really means a lot to us. And, and that's, you know, we're, to, we're told to stop doing that for virus reasons, which, you know, on one level I get. But, um, you know, those of us that have been really awake and what's going on and really see the system for what it is and, you know, even though we did want to be part of this and, and understand the system and, and work in this reality with that kind of structure, um, we also are here to, to you know, help people understand that, hey, this isn't real life. We, we, we're a lot more than this. We exist, you know, multidimensionally a lot more than this. Um, there's a lot more to life than what we're presented, you know, from a young age in school and and knowledge and so on. So, um, you know, there's a lot of knowledge that's purposely kept from us, you know, as far as our organic abilities, telepathy, telekinesis, um, you know, teleportation, uh, biolocating, you know, all these incredible organic uses that we have that is just quietly put in a different spot for us not to access. So, um, yeah, I said a lot of stuff there, but I really see the, the separation of the timeline, so to speak, you know, those that are very aware and awakened, they really see the, uh, you know, the insanity of the system and the incredible um, takeaway of our rights without, without um, discussion about it amongst the people who are the people that actually are the voice of governments. Governments are supposed to do what the people want. They're not supposed to dictate to the people what it should be. We're always supposed to be consulted before a decision is made. And we, we, and we see that change. To, it's pretty interesting to observe that and to, um, yeah, actually feel like you're watching a movie sometimes. Like I, I see three big groups of people. Um, the first group is the one that is really caught up in this fear propaganda that the governments and and the media is like putting up every day and then there are the in-between people who are like starting to awaken and then you have people like us who are like understanding it basically from the start and having had that information about like the government's 
doing all sorts of stuff and and all the secrecy and yada yada um right before this happened and and sometimes it's pretty funny to to be able to um yeah really know before it happens what will happen because it's so easy to read them in a way yeah mm. yeah i agree well said you know um <clears throat> yeah since day one you know incarnating to this world we've you know those of us that are you know have been awakened from a, a young age i know myself you know i do remember um aspects of life outside of this incarnation what it was like to be in the magic of the universe before i came in and when i was born into this physical expression which is very beautiful i don't like people calling it a meat sack and degrading it the human body is incredible yeah and, it's beautiful yeah and but the reality here just didn't make sense to me and i had, had a really hard time with it as a young boy I used to cry quite a bit and just wanted to go home you know because i knew this wasn't home it was nowhere in relevance to what home is truly like in the universe so but i knew i had to get with the program and and um you know i was here for a reason i knew i needed to be here for a reason and wanted to come here for a reason so so got with it and uh started to you know work within the system and kind of shelved that shelved that awakened part of me but it was always there and then with the uh you know the awakening uh, the gradual uh, process of awakening for a lot of people, you know, it was, it was great to be able to kind of to go back to that shelf and take that aspect of me off of it and, and um, you know, get that going a lot more and getting back to the true organic essence of what we're all about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I totally agree. Like there's, you know, and what I've learned is there's a lot of, I mean, this universe is a very, very old and incredibly vast place from what I've learned and from what I remember too and there's there's so much wisdom for a soul being that comes in this universe to experience and in love and adventure all the different realities that are set up you know between ourselves and the universal creator and um, and um, so there's some of us here that are incredibly old and, and we call we're called the elders of the universe I know for sure that I am one and you are one, Pascal, and mm-hmm. I definitely know of others as well. Yeah, um, definitely. And, you know, I in my family. That I know a lot of awakened people. Um, right. It would be pretty sad to be in this situation and feeling even more alienated than I always did for basically my whole life. 25 years of not feeling that I really fit in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at, at the same time, I'm, I'm not going to be in judgment against others because they have reasons for their experience here at this time too. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, they, a lot of them can be very, very old as well too. And, and, it's just that they need this uh, experience of non-awakeness in their journeys to complete their cycle. So it's what I'm finding is, even though I do see the, the different timelines and those that aren't awakened and are going with the system in that direction with uh, artificial intelligence really ramping up and coming in to be part of the equation. Um, and then the timeline of those that really know the, the organic nature of the world and the universe and that direction. And, you know, uh, I guess it could go back to the first one where technical intelligence, that's some call it, or artificial intelligence, is one timeline. Then another one is just, um, there's also, you know, the new age environment, and there's a lot of beautiful people mm-hmm. in that, but it also is a... Uh, um, you know, it's based on a lot of truth. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, it feels, I've been through that area myself too. And, and it, when you get into it, it feels really good. But then, you know, for myself anyways, going through that that department of it, I really, really saw that, you know, 
there was something wrong with it to me because I was always giving my power away to other beings or to other people that knew what was right for me. And it was like, it was like I didn't have any ability to know anything about myself or the truth of myself or have any knowledge about myself whatsoever and that I should be directed by others that know best for me. And it just didn't feel right to me, especially with the knowingness of before coming into the, to this reality. And then I started running into other people that felt the same way. And, and then some others mm-hmm. that really, you know, in discussions, say a few things that would resonate with me and open up doors more to my organic business. And then realizing that, indeed, we are very powerful creator beings that create, create in harmony with the universal creator. And, and really, in the true organic essence of life, there's no hierarchy whatsoever where we live in a hierarchical problem. Um, reality and even with the you know the matrix of of the gods you know again it's about hierarchy and give our power to us and we'll make sure we take care of you if you do anything wrong and we're going to make sure and punish you you know you can do something right and we'll reward you with riches and and I've never really felt like I'm one to judge anybody you know like it's it's not up to us I mean like why should anyone ever get judged like it doesn't help you and it doesn't help the other person like we are all figuring ourselves out and sometimes we do things or other people do things that don't align with us like we are not them we are not living their life so yeah it's really not helping we should like I mean, there are no shoulds and shouldn'ts. Like, you can do whatever you want in a way. Um, yeah, but it, it's yeah. good to come, like, go away from, from this judgment and really focus on yourself and how you can develop um, a self that is more loving and more compassionate. Um, towards other people and yourself as well, which is very important. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, it's so habitual to judge. You know, I'm by no means mm-hmm. away from that, too. I still make judgments. And where do you feel judgment comes from, Pascal? I feel it's pretty clear. Um, it definitely comes from the ego. And um, that means it's a really deeply buried fear that we're living out. So we are reacting and um, yeah, it's not really a conscious thing like judging. I wouldn't say um, like you can get aware of it and you can develop a consciousness where you, where you can observe yourself judging, but it's actually the wounds um, in your pain body that make you act like that, right? Right, yeah. Very well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's that's something I'm working on all the time too, you know. Um, when I see, you know, a person act a certain way or say something to me on a topic that I understand very well too, and then I'd say to myself, well, you know, there's there's more than one way to look at things, so I need to be patient here. I need to give this person a chance to express themselves and listen, really listen to what they're saying. And when I do that, I find that there's a lot of similarities in what we're actually discussing or sharing. And you know, it's it's a beautiful um, conversation between two of us. So for some reason, there's this this reactional instinct in us to quickly uh, jump in an area of judgment when somebody says the particular phrasing of words or the energy that's associated with it. And, and really it's, it's kind of a, a habit, habitual response that or a reaction that seems to come up. Like for me with certain things said, and that's when, you know, an argument can start from that kind of energy or, um, you know, I'm going the wrong direction. So 
I've learned to, uh, from what one gentleman says, to be aware of my awareness. And okay, why am I going there? Is this going to really help out the conversation? Is this going to help out our mm -hmm. current relationship, you know, with this person? How can I make it go in a more harmonic way? So, you know, just in relationship to what's going on, you know, and there's a lot of things I don't like about it. You know, um, I've been a health, health researcher for years, so I've obviously got into researching this virus. Um, I'm a motorcycle instructor, just had my medical done with a, a peer medical doctor. And, and he was telling me about the, the COVID cases in Calgary and Edmonton. And then I said to him, well, you know, how are they doing? Are they getting over it? Are they recovering all right? He just looked at me and said, oh, yeah, yeah, everybody's fine. Yeah, you know, nobody's dying. You know, and, and, you know, after two months of this going on here, and I walk into a store and I see these beautiful people with masks and gloves on and telling me the routine, you know, I had to stop one yesterday and said, well, you know, I know the routine has been going on for two months and it's still going mm -hmm. on. And in my question, you know, hearing all that there's a lot of information that for some reason not, is not brought forward with the true numbers of, you know, what this has done to people as far as, you know, the virus and that. And there is a lot of misinformation and I'm not saying, you know, like it's hard to know what is really true information sometimes, but what I do is I, I look at it from a, a perspective uh, of time and my health and all the people I see around me and the health they have and the sense of what looks like very normal still where, where nobody's really sick or ill or in a panic. And I said to the lady yesterday, I said, isn't it funny if this is such an epic worldwide pandemic, such a deadly virus, that half of the population is not, has not died from it yet. Like why, yeah, why are, why are people, sorry, just one little, little bit. Why are people that are supposedly at the front lines, like the, the nurses, the people at, at uh, the restaurants that still give coffees and muffins out to people, they're still there every day and they're not sick and they see a lot of people. Like, yeah, it makes me a bit suspicious, right? Yeah. So we have some close, um, friends and family who work in, in the hospitals here um, in my hometown, which is Bielefeld. And um, yeah, when this whole thing started and they were saying on the media that all the hospitals were completely full and uh, doctors are, are overworked and yada, yada, um, I was like, okay, um, lucky that I know so many people working in that health sector. So I went straight over and, and I asked them and they told me that they actually have no one. They haven't had a time that quiet in years and years. So it's actually the opposite right now. Yeah, and no one really knows anyone who's who's sick with corona and especially not anyone who has actually died from it. Yeah. Right. And what I've heard too is that, you know, those unfortunately that may die from it are, are the very elderly. Mm -hmm. um, and those that are really not in very good condition and are on, are on a lot of medications. Um, you know, there's, you know, I'm not going to condemn condemn the medical establishment because, I mean, if I get in an accident and break my leg and I'm bleeding profusely or whatever, that's where I want their technology mm -hmm. to help stop the bleeding and so on. And, but, you know, after that, I want immediately out of the hospital because medicines are, are chemicals that just work on, you know, the symptoms. They don't get to the underlying cause of what the issue is. And a lot of the underlying causes and this comes from my experience from being a health researcher for 20 years plus, from having a deadly cancer myself, from my mom going through a deadly cancer, from my dad going through Parkinson's. And um, really the underlying of all diseases is stress, 90%. And if you, 
If you get the media propagating so much fear like they have been doing incredibly, terribly amount of fear into all the commercials, into even cartoons, into, uh, into you name it, they put it everywhere. Well, this creates incredible fear in people. And what does fear do? It, does, it changes the chemistry of the body. Mm. It damages the energetic body and allows the physical body to be vulnerable to any kind of flu or sickness or bacteria or pathogen because you create that imbalance in your system. So stress is the hugest reason why people get sick. And if they believe that there's a bad virus that's dead and they're going to kill them, you know what? It's going to do exactly that. Mm. I mean, it's the placebo effect, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I say that Rona doesn't exist. I mean, like, I'm sure there's flu going around, like, every other year, but... um, yeah, it's a lot about the fear that actually manifests this pandemic. Yes. Yeah. So um, we've kind of reiterated what really has been going on. So can you share with me, Pascal, and for others listening, mm-hmm. what, what do you do to stay in your centeredness? And, you know, how do you navigate going forward and, what do you see coming up uh, for this reality? Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of things that I do to to stay calm. Like, I'm definitely not perfect. I do have my days where I really feel low and I feel scared and without um, all these, like, very negative scenarios and and. It's hard to stay present in the moment on those days, but um, luckily my troubles have really teached me to be okay with uncertainty. And I learned so many practices to calm the mind, especially meditation. So that's my number one thing I do to to be okay and stay peaceful in these times um, is meditation. So I try and meditate as much as I can in the morning and in the evening. Um, I try and eat very healthy foods. I go out into nature and just connect with Pachamama and really ground myself there and yeah, there's so many things. I, I read beautiful books. I cancel out media completely. Like, I, I don't have a TV. I don't watch TV. I don't read news or anything. Um, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm I'm actually not really informed about, like, the specific things going on every day. Um, because I just choose to not be. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't really help me. So yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to visualize a world that is more about well-being and equality and people working together on healing this earth and healing humanity and. Um, yeah, I, I hope to live in a community in the future where we are fully self-sustained and aligned with with Mother Nature and not exploit her anymore. Because for me as a woman, because we're usually in the in our natural state, we are pretty in tune with, with nature. I mean, the period is proof of that already. Um and it, it hurts me to, to see in how much pain Mama Earth is. Like, yeah, it definitely is quite hard to cope with sometimes, yeah. But that's mm-hmm. my kind of vision for the future. We'll so do you, see a, do you see a time where things, you know, get better and more harmonic and people can get out and hug each other? And, uh, you know, a little bit more financial freedom and things like that. 
For sure. Like, to be honest, so many people I know have been waking up lately. Usually it was just the travelers that I knew that, that I know that um, have been very aware of what is going on. But now it's also my friends and family who are doubting the system and who get more into organic food and, and they try to, yeah, go away from this focus on, on money and wealth and, and luxury things like, many people are getting a lot more simple um mm. really love so i i'm very optimistic actually that at some point if it's in six months or in a year time or whatever um i think it will be there will be better time yeah mm. very <laughs> Well, I like your practice, you know, the meditation in the morning and uh, evening. And, um, yeah, I mean, so important. And however a person wants to do their meditation, you know, it's, um, again, follow your heart and what feels good for you. You know, there's those people that feel they need to bring attention to people, you know, and get out and maybe, you know, uh, gently protest and so on. And if that's their journey, then definitely do it you know we're all fitting our pieces of the puzzle here so um i too very similar to you pascal um i've got my routine where i get up in the morning and have a little bit of fruit and go for a nice walk and get the body moving and enjoy the beautiful trees and the nature of the park and then i come back and uh make my organic oats and um with uh added honey and coconut and some sea salt which is good for the kidneys <laughs> and I do some qigong um, sometimes I'll do it in the house sometimes I'll go to a park and, and do it in a more nature type setting which is very more powerful and feels incredible and even getting out in the car and driving you know driving through the country driving to a lake or driving down a country road and parking on the side and looking at the field and the wind blowing the, the grass, you know, and, and feeling the breeze and just feeling all the elements of, of this beautiful time, this beautiful planet of Mother Earth. So I'm really in a state of gratitude and appreciation. I love walking, um, getting on the mountain bike and hearing the birds as you're going by and the cows in the field. You know, it's, it's, uh, there's so much beauty, like you said, and so for me, I know when I'm in that vibration, I'm emanating, emanating out a lot of you know, goodness, a lot of love. And, and um, that power of each one of us is it's so very powerful and it's very underrated. Um, the fields of energy around each one of us, um, you know, we, we hear about the auras and the inner fields and the different emotional body and spirit body and, and um you know, the different uh, fields of fields of energy we have, but we also have a lot more than that. And they do, we do emanate energies, energies out, you know, hundreds of feet. And, and I was told even miles away from us. So we do on the molecular level affect whole structuring of life to how we feel. If we are in a fear-based way, we're actually you could say in a way infecting um, or turning that energy into a negative state, which, which attracts more negative types of energies. So by understanding that and, and really getting myself out of being reacting what I see in the system, I just go into my heart and I stay in a balance and, and um, I understand what's going on. I do want to see it. And if I, feel directed to a location on Mother Earth that feels like it's too densely uh, ridden with negative energy, then I go there and just send my heart essence of love. And and I don't just do that from the mind or from a visual standpoint. Um, we have the ability to go way, way deep down inside of ourselves into our, 
our natural organic hearts and just let everything out in an in a integration of life at the molecular level. And then it's, it's, it's really not that you have to think about doing it. It's more about feeling, feeling doing it and just sinking into everything. And it's really hard to explain. I know a lot of people look for steps or, you know, a, a way of doing it by following steps. But it's just something naturally you have within yourself that you discover yourself and how to let your energy out into where you need to. And that's very, very, very powerful. Um, size has no relevance to what you lovingly, lovingly want to affect. So that's kind of in a nutshell what I do. That was really beautiful. I was actually smiling the whole time. Oh, I can only feel your lovely smile, my dear. You you yeah. emanate like you emanate the most beautiful, vast energy I've seen in a long time from from you know, I mean everybody emanates a lot of beautiful energy, but your energy is very, very grounded, it's very large, and mm-hmm. it's very, very pure is what I see. And mm-hmm. very nice. Thank you. Hmm. That really touches me. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, but to get connected with that interactive community, right? Like, and that's what we need: people focusing more on what within themselves and whether or not they are happy with what they are doing in life right now, and. Um, yeah, that's where we come in handy, <laughs> I would say. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, you know, for people that want to understand more of a, a, a step process, uh, what I would say is, you know, you habitually you grow up with your brothers and sisters and they have a way of, of living and responding to things. If you bring up a, a subject and start talking about it and they get aggravated and you get aggravated, just stop yourself from being aggravated and, and change the dial and, and respond differently mm-hmm. and see what happens. And what happens is a creation of another direction of your, what I call a conversation. So instead of getting into like, you know, a chaotic state, it actually gets into a more harmonic discussion. And so you don't actually charge energy into a negative way. It's more neutral or, or more, you know, just respectfully engaged. So we do get these hits where, again, it's like judgment. It's like this, somebody says something, oh, oh, you know, that's not right. And and you got to speak your piece. Well, all I'm saying is be patient and let that person, you know, keep talking about what is important to them. It's, you know, it's really important to move energy. And when we talk, we move energy. That's important for the person talking. And it's important for the person listening too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, as far as doing something to affect, you know, the kind of life you want to see outside of yourself in this reality, you know, do you want to see, you know, the ability to get back with your loved ones and hugging them and playing games and getting out to the lake and camping together and, and all the good things that we love doing? Well, if you, if you want to do that, just um, keep going on with your plans like you normally would have. You know, if you had... Um, a certain date in mind to get out and, and go camping for a weekend. Um, you know, visualize and also put that loving energy behind it on the molecular level, just again, sink right into that vision. And and then talk with your your people that you want to do this with. And, and this is what I've said. I said, let's continue with what we visualize and what we plan and keep doing it. Keep our structure going, keep moving energy. What I've seen in my life is it's not appearing the way I've I originally thought it would to get to a certain point, but it's appearing in different ways that are taking me in different, different directions that are giving me the feeling of what I would have if I would have gotten to where I thought I was going to go. So there's, there's more beautiful things that are showing up in areas I didn't foresee because I'm simply putting out that energy of, of, um, of love, of, you could say of, of positivity of, um, of 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 clearing a road ahead to what I want to still have in my life, mm. and 
and I can see it happening. Like it's happening for me. My job's opened up now. I go to work this weekend. Um, I see it in other areas, you know, certain restaurants are advertising for servers and inline cooks and golf courses are opened up now. Well, camping facilities are going to be opened up June 1st. You know, the more we all do this, the more there's no disease in the universe that can affect us because you're, I know this is very tough for a lot of people to understand, but it is, it is all about how you feel. And and it's all about taking care of yourself, taking care of your physical body. How do you take care of your physical body? By pushing your awareness out there and understanding you have an energetic body and you have to take care of that. You take care of that, that's your life force. If your life, if your life force is up there really super high, well then your physical body is protected. How do you protect your life force? You do yoga, you do a meditation like Pascal does. You. Mm-hmm. You do the things that keep your, your mind and your spirit in a harmonic, loving way. And, and try not to get charged into negativity. You know, you do Qigong, you do martial arts, you do what you love doing. If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. So don't look at the reasons why you can't have fun. Look at the reasons why you can have fun. Yeah, it's all about being in love, right? In love yeah. with life and Therefore, it's just great to choose to do things that you love doing. Like, why do things that you feel obligated to do? Do something else. Like, there's so many beautiful ways of really cultivating a loving energy around you, which will definitely attract more of that loving energy and then yeah the more you practice the more you will just flow with it and the more beautiful stuff is going to come and enter your life and yeah I, I really noticed that too like um I don't even remember a time where I have been so loving as I am right now like I'm I'm bonding so much more with my family again um, I actually will work next week, which is very amazing, like to to be able to find a job in these hard times. And I've never been more in love with Germany than I am right now because mm. I was always so yeah, negative about it, more in fear and like I, I want to leave, I want to go away. And now that I can't. I really notice that it doesn't matter where you are. It just matters what you're choosing. If you're choosing love or fear. And if you choose love, for sure, life will give you love back. Yeah. And and everyone else will as well. Like. Yeah, that's beautiful. Want to be loved. And, and it's the same for you and for me. And the way we started is to give love out and then it will all come back to you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, very nice. I like what you said um, just a while back there. It was really, really cool. Um, You know, yeah, like, you know, when it first happens, you can't help but get, you know, a little excited and kind of get caught in negativity, but... Um, this has given us a chance to look at ourselves more, you know, and yeah. instead, of, instead of sitting on the couch and watching Netflix, well, you got time now. Hey, what are those dreams that you put aside that you wanted to do? You know, like, you know, get back on the computer and research more about that. Or, you know, if you're somebody that wants to be a better musician and you got time to practice more, maybe you can look at, you know, writing your own music. And, you know, that's an incredible joy in itself. Maybe you can have more time to write your book or you're, um, you know, looking at more recipes for organic foods, you know, or or get out in, into the natural essence of the forest and find some incredible wild edibles that are really good for you. You know, there's this, it's a really good chance to, you know, hey, we all want to get away from work and have time for ourselves. Well, 
you know, that's a big positive right there. Yeah, we're not working. And, uh, you know, some people are getting money from the government to, you know, because their jobs have been taken away. So, hey, now you can, you know, some places, you know, are inaccessible for sure, but you still can work on yourself and, you know, and call a friend on Zoom or whatever or, and um, get more information. And, you know, I've been putting more videos about Qigong and about martial arts and for music lessons because I got more time to do it. And um, it actually makes me happier because I'm doing what I want to do. So, yeah, it's, um, there's always there's always two sides to the equation. What appears to look negative is always going to have its positives hidden within. But you got to kind of switch your awareness and your state of being to be more positive, positive to see the positives. And there's so much beauty around, like, it's incredible. You just have to open your eyes and see, right? Right. Yeah. Hmm. So that's good to hear you that you got a, a job happening there, too. Yeah, it was It was quite surprising. I didn't really have patients uh, and so on, but, like, I was definitely not expecting them to call me today especially because I uh, send them my application yesterday so it was wow. one day yeah and and now it's just for two days a week and for short hours but that's all I ask for right now I, I don't want a job to work every day because I'm pretty busy doing all my spiritual practices and working on dissolving trauma and, and healing. Right. Uh, so I need to spend time on that and, and have time for it as well, because that's mm-hmm. my main goal. But it's great to, to have the opportunity to, to work two days a week and earn at least a little bit of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love your balance there, you know, part-time job, make sure you're doing your spiritual work as well. That's uh, so very important, especially in these times. Yeah, you know, my uh, my job as a motorcycle instructor is uh, just on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and maybe a little bit on Monday when that's it. Um, I also, because it's spring and summer, I love the outdoors, applied for a landscaping job, which I've done in the past. And even... Even that to me, like just getting out and being in a beautiful environment and Mother Nature is very, very healing for me and I'm still getting some money doing it. So it's, uh, you know, it's, um, I'm, yeah, just grateful if I start working outside again to be outdoors. Just love that so much. It doesn't even feel like work, I think. Like I did loads of farm work in Australia and whenever I did that, I just, I just loved it so much and, and I never felt like it was actual work. <laughs> mm-hmm. You get so much positive vibration back when you're in, in Mother Nature, when you're in tune with that and you're working together with her. Yeah. But you're just like, your batteries are just full. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then, you know, if I do do that, um, work the motorcycle operation on the weekends, do landscaping, uh, it, it could be a full-time job uh, Monday through Friday. But the evenings, say, I would just do my Qigong or do my practices, my yoga or my um, other workouts I do or whatever. So, I mean, it's all outside again, and that's, uh, that's where I love it. Um, but, yeah, we'll see, you know. Um, what looks really positive again is every, you know, step by step, there's things starting to open up again, which uh, kind of lets loose on the reins on humanity. They can step out a little bit more. Um, and uh, I do, I do myself as far as seeing and reading energy that I see. Um, June definitely is going to be getting better. Um, what I see is like uh, a lot of energy and I used to see quite a fog or haze with it. And I see the haze getting thinner. And in July, I don't see any haze at all. I see July to be really beautiful. 
and to feel actually very peaceful. And August is not as bad either. It's a little bit lower in July, but it's not bad. And September seems good too. Um, I know there's going to be more changes in the fall. Got the presidential election, which I know will affect, um, you know, a lot of people. Um, and also, what I've heard is that it may be uh, the final collapse of the financial system, the uh, fiat money system, Ponzi scheme thing that's been going on for centuries. Um, it's just, it's really doing itself in the way it's, you know, they're printing money with no, no, nothing back it, just as paper money everywhere. So anyways, that's another story in itself, but um, what I've heard is that in the fall time, it, it may be crashing down. But, you know, will that happen? I don't know. Um, am I going to put my energy into that happening? happening? Not really. Mine is, is going to go toward a, uh, a peaceful, graceful, powerfully loving time ahead is what I'm putting my energy into. And I know that what appears negative or, you know, as far as things like we've seen, I know, I know a lot of the old systems have to deconstruct and fall, fall away. So it may appear negative, but there's always going to be a, a big positive behind it. Yeah, I mean, we grow most in time with of it being not easy, right? So, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to many people being super strong and centered, hopefully, <laughs> after this crisis. And... Um, I just really hope that many will reconnect with themselves and with other people and really really see how important relationships actually are and that we, as good as technology is um, and how comfortable and easy it makes our lives, um, it shouldn't get between us being humans, like connecting, having fun and actually listening to each other and looking each other in the eyes and, and spending quality time. So, hmm. yeah. And I actually noticed that a lot um, already. Like here, we have most cafes opening again and you can even go out to eat again and um yeah, they're they're being quite loose with the restrictions nowadays, and people are just like really away from their phones. Like, I know a few who don't even use their phones any anywhere anymore. So yeah, that's that's really that's quite positive. I feel there are so many good changes happening that yeah, there's nothing left for me but to be optimistic <laughs> about it. Right on. Right on, yeah. sweetie. It's funny, I'm noticing um, a lot more chemtrails lately. There's a lot more um, you know, jet aircrats. So I'm wondering, hey, if there's jet aircrafts up there, are these passenger planes or are they are they drones, you know? I know they do mm -hmm. have these drones that do the same thing, but again, so, you know, it just makes me wonder, again, if it's passenger aircraft. Mm. Yeah. I I didn't like consciously notice that, but when I was looking up to the sky today and yesterday, there were actually a lot of these like chemtrails. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when um, we had the downtime, we had no planes flying. The skies were getting clearer. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they're up there. They're same old games again, but uh, we're used to it. And again, it's all just energy. So if we actually send our hard loving love to it and transmute that energy, we have the power to do that. Yeah. And uh, just love what you see and you actually change it for the better. So it's getting over that, uh, that mind programming of, of being fear that we're powerless when in fact it's the total opposite. The reason they're doing that is because they're actually very fearful of us because of the power we have, the power of, of love and again love is really misrepresented here mm. it's looked as being very weak in which um, um, in my opinion love is the least understood energy of the universe 
in this reality, outside of this reality, love is, uh, love is, uh, you can't have any kind of reality without the foundation of love and love between co-creating beings and the universal creator to make it happen. So this whole foundation of this reality is based on love. So, yeah, it's all good. I feel the same way. I'm very positive about the future um, because I know it's up to uh, beings like you and me and other wonderful elders that are out there and all those that are doing their part by putting themselves in joy. Um, the reflection on the universe can only be exactly who you are. So um, I really I really do see the same and feel the same too. Um, you know, it, it is... It is and has been long overdue for the change of getting back to the natural way of life. Um, and like you say, yeah, there's, you know, there is the direction of uh, tech, technology and that's increasing too. And um, But it also has made people realize that the human element is very important and it's good to get back to, like you said, looking into another's eyes and connecting to that soul being who is that being. And, uh, you know, just appreciation for everything, Mother Earth, lakes, and, and my car, and, and uh, my health, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, people just start, you know, if you have been already, uh, it, you know, treating yourself really well, that's cool. Um, but if you haven't, you know, treat your body as the temple it deserves to be treated as, and you know, practice uh, feeling good about yourself. If you can't tell yourself you love yourself, you know, just pat yourself on the back and say, you know, good job about something and that you deserve to have um, the abundance of anything you want in this world. Um, we're all worthy of, of of everything we've wanted or would like to explore or, or feel the adventure of. Um, and how that ever, ever is, you, you have the you know, we have all that beauty inside and uh, just let it out. That's what every one of us is waiting for and <laughs> and we all want to see from each other. So. Yeah. <sighs> so, Pascal, we have two minutes left. So right now. <laughs> give, us, give us some final words from you, from your wonderful wisdom. Um... Yeah, just start cultivating love. That's the most important thing, I'd say. Like, start to try and love yourself and start to try and see yourself as a being that is worthy of having or living the life that you dream of. And, um, Everything else will fall into place. Everything else, just leave it to the universe, leave it to the creator, and yeah, it'll just flow. <laughs> hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is simple, right? You know, that's what's been overlooked is uh, the simplistic um, things that are very powerful. We've been taught to look for complexity, so you know, just get back to what feels good. You know whatever creates that joy for you in your life, you know, and do your type of meditation with, with a, driving a car out into the beautiful woods or going for a drive or going for a walk or doing meditation or, you know, it's all good. It's all about being happy and, and emanating that joy that, that is within you. So, Pascal, I'm really grateful that you join me. Uh, I love our, our conversations. We have such great talks, and your wisdom is incredible. And and you bring such a nice, comfortable, uh, loving energy to this radio program, and I'm so grateful for that. So thank you very much. Thank you, Michael. Same back to you. I really thank enjoy it. Thanks, Pascal, and thank you for everybody else listening and for those that will listen on the podcast. And remember to give a call in when you get some time and, and share your wisdom, too. <laughs> Take care, all. Good night. Thank you. Good so day. Much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>